Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Let us pray. We thank you, O God, for gathering us here today. We thank you for ruling over us, for being our King. May we always be your loyal subjects. In Jesus' name, amen. So, who is your king? Who or what is it that rules over you? Now, usually when we think of kings or queens, we think of the fairy tale, the royalty, right? But the reality is, the things that rule over us are the things that drive our decisions. Well, i got to be honest with you. I'm not great at making decisions, and so I have decided what I'm going to let help me. I went and got a magic eight ball, and if you grew up in the 70s or 80s, you know exactly what a magic eight ball is. But if you don't, and you never had one of these brilliant pieces of magic, you ask it questions, a yes or no question, and it gives you the answer. So I decided that maybe what I needed in my life was something to sort of help me decide, to drive the things that I do. So let's see, is this sermon... Should I make it a long sermon? You may rely on it. No, you can rely on it. Okay. Um, am I going to eat Mexican for lunch? Reply hazy. Try again. Am I going to eat Mexican for lunch? Yes, definitely. San Jose it is. All right. What's well, another good question? All right. Should I skip church next Sunday? Better not go with that answer. My sources say no. I'm guessing my sources say no too. Now... Wouldn't it be absolutely insane, though, to, to rely on something like a, a magic eight ball to make your decisions? I mean, that'd be crazy, right? To, to live your life letting an inanimate object decide for you what you were going to do in life. Well, I've got to be honest with you. While I've never been driven by a magic eight ball, there have been things that have driven my decisions throughout my life and, and, and really controlled me. In fact, when I was in college, I started doing this. Smokeless tobacco, otherwise known as dip. Exactly. It's disgusting, isn't it? Anybody here not think it's disgusting? If you don't think it's disgusting, it's because you do it. But even, but even when I did it, I knew it was disgusting. And yet I loved it anyway. For 20 years, I dipped. But here's the thing, I didn't like to do it around people, you know, because who wants to see their pastor with a big chew in his mouth, you know? And, and so I would typically go into my office and close the door or at home. I didn't even like to do it around my family very much. And so it would drive decisions. First off, it drove me financially because I spent at least $15, $20, $25 a week buying dip. And then other decisions like whether or not I was going to leave the office could sometimes depend on whether or not I wanted a dip right then, or when I was going to go to bed, whether or not I needed to have a dip before I, before I went to sleep. It would make decisions for me, as addictions often do, right? 
But it's not just addictions that do things like that. And it's not just inanimate objects. We have things in our life, people in our lives, events in our lives that drive the decisions that we make, don't we? I mean, whether it be your job, whether it be your spouse, your children. I mean, not all of these things are bad things. They're just parts of our lives. But the more we let something drive our decisions, the more they have rule over us. And so if we want to know who our king or queen is, just look at where our money goes, where our time goes, and who drives our decisions. And then we'll know who rules us, right? You know, as Americans, we don't think about living under a monarchy. We don't have a king or a queen. But we do, don't we? We have people that make decisions for us, but we elect ours, right? And they don't really drive our decisions. Oh, they make laws and, and they might, you know, make policies and things like that, but they don't drive us. Well, maybe they used to not, but in the last few years, I think we've seen more and more of our politicians taking control and rule over us, right? Because we make decisions based on things that they do. COVID showed us that, right? Because depending on who we were letting rule us at the time, we made decisions based on whether or not we were going to wear a mask, whether or not we were going to get vaccinated, whether or not we were going to be around people, whether we were going to have certain people in our lives, because if they didn't agree with us politically, well, then I'm not sure that you can be part of my crowd anymore. We've let these things and these people rule over our lives and drive our decisions. Isn't that just frustrating when you look at it like that? I mean, that eventually is what caused me to quit dipping because I realized I didn't want that stuff telling me what to do anymore. I didn't want that stuff taking more from me than it was worth. And yet, time and time and time again, you and I allow things to rule our lives. To put us in situations and, and, and they, they take our money, they take our time, they take our relationships. And what do they give back? Today is Christ the King Sunday. Today, as I was telling the kids earlier, we talk about a different kind of king. One that doesn't take and take and take. One that gives. You know, it's kind of weird. You know, you would think Christ the King Sunday, a great big celebration day, right? I mean, I would think so. I mean, we're talking about a king and it's, everything's white. And yet, here we are, when we get up to read the gospel reading, it's one of the most dreadful readings in all of Scripture. We talk about Jesus going to the cross and being nailed there. Hanging there as people are making fun of him. As soldiers are offering him sour wine. Even the, one of the criminals on the cross was, was mocking him as he hung there dying. And you see, as people of faith, that's our king. They even had an inscription, this is the king of the Jews. So what does that say about our king? We think of kings on thrones and royalty with great big roads. And yet here our king is stripped down to nothing, bleeding, dying. But that's our king. And listen to the words of Colossians again. 
where, where it describes, though, what kind of king this is. It says, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in Him all things in heaven and on earth were created, things visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or powers, all things have been created through Him and for Him. He Himself is before all things, and in Him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn of the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. And through him God was pleased to reconcile himself to all things, whether on earth or in heaven, by making peace through the blood of his cross. Dear friends, that is our king. We don't have a king who takes and takes and takes. We have a king who gives and gives and gives. Gives us everything that we have, everything we are, everything we want to be is given to us by our king. The king that we rule, that, that we want to rule over us. So the question today is, are you going to let Jesus Christ rule in your hearts? Now I'm not saying, are we going to accept Jesus in our hearts? That's not what I'm saying. Because Jesus accepts us. Our salvation is a gift. But every single day, you and I have a choice in who we're going to let rule us. Are we going to let some magic eight ball rule us? Are we going to let our jobs rule us? Are we going to let our money rule us? Or are we going to let our politicians rule us? Or are we going to be ruled by the one who gave his life to save us from sin and death? Are we going to be ruled by the one who came not in hate, not in division, but in love and grace and mercy. Are we going to let him rule our lives? And if we do, what does it look like? Well, I'll tell you, it looks like discipleship. It looks like doing the things that God called us to do. It means stepping out in love. Showing others the love that, that we have been given. Showing others the grace that we've been shown. Giving others the forgiveness that we've been given. That's what it means to live in the kingdom and let Jesus rule over you. We have a king who loves us beyond measure. Who has brought us into his kingdom. Who has shown us more love, more grace, more mercy than we ever deserved. So tell me, my friends. Who's going to be your king? Amen.